0: and so he summons him and he's like so how did you get this power and he's the king he demands to no know and yada 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 and now Fumi is so done with his douchebaggery and he's just like look i could kill you right now and walk out the front door with
1: no problem you know what that's the they, thing that i don't get like, like the people like, in this
0: world like he is the shield hero he cannot kill someone with a weapon he can't even hold a weapon
1: yeah, so it's
0: just like... I don't even yeah. know if he can hold a butter knife. He always eats with a fork or a spoon. Hey, you guys. What's up? We're the Otaku Couple.
1: I am Mrs. Otaku. And I'm Mr. Otaku.
0: And this is the I'd Rather Anime Podcast number 34. This is your place to catch up on all things anime, new and old, with a lovely addition of our opinions, thoughts, and banter. We know you could be doing other things so we're glad that you brought the anime with us
1: yes what we watched this week of course more one piece um this was the beginning of the reverie arc in the anime um i don't know if you
0: could really even call it the beginning of the reverie arc
1: well... Like, I
0: mean, you can, because they mentioned it, like, once in, like, the last five minutes.
1: Yeah, but and then they changed the intro. The problem, this is what was supposed to be the beginning of the Reverie arc, and it is supposed to be the beginning of the Reverie arc, but... It feels pro-
0: like a re... It's just a recap episode.
1: Yeah, it's mainly a recap episode instead of going over all the new details like it's supposed to. Yeah. Like, they covered, like, half of what was in the first Reverie chapter in the manga, Maybe not even half of what was in that first chapter. Instead they not even. Yeah.
0: The only thing they mentioned about the Reverie is the fact that
1: Well it is the never mind, go ahead. The only thing that um that uh I completely lost my train of thought. Yeah, that's what you you
0: get for interrupting me. So as I was saying, the only I don't like you. the only thing that they um mentioned is in the anime is that you know Shirahoshi and the Fishman Island royalty are getting ready to go
1: yeah to, to Marie Joie they also changed the intro um they mentioned um Sanji's new bounty but uh that has
0: nothing to do with the reverie, though. It
1: has nothing to do with the reverie, but that's part of those things that were in that first reverie chapter of the manga.
0: Yes, I know, but I'm just talking about like as previously having been an anime only watcher and not a manga reader, like knowing that people are talking about the reverie is coming, the reverie is coming. If if we hadn't read the manga and we're just going purely based off of what we saw in the anime, then. The only thing that we saw about the actual reverie was Shirahoshi and her family getting ready to go to Marie Marie Joie. And this is her first time going, and she's going because she doesn't want Luffy to come back and say that she's weak. Yeah. You know? And that's really the big thing. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Let's move on to what else happened in the episode. Basically, this is a recap episode, and for anyone who, for whatever reason, is listening to this and has never seen One Piece a day in their life, you know episode 878 I guess if we don't want to watch the previous 878 episodes is a good place to pick up because you get the basic basically you get like the first four episodes mashed yeah. into one it's a recap of how Luffy met Shanks how Shanks lost his arm how Luffy came to get his straw hat and you get that really awesome line of Shanks telling the bandits you know that guns aren't for threatening people they're for action yep you know and you get a lot of backstory um but it's you awesome. also get some stuff moving forward
1: yeah but mostly it's stuff that we've seen before it was reanimated though so it did look really good it looked really good it did but it was really disappointing from being a manga reader's perspective because you expect dollars of every hype to start like it was when you were reading it but instead. Like, they just riddled over half the episode with a giant flashback.
0: Yeah. I feel like what they're about to do, honestly, is the same thing that happened to Naruto when you got to the war. And basically, you're going to have, like, a little bit of moving forward. So, a little bit of marijois. But the rest of it's going to be stuff that you really don't care about. Because, honestly, if you've been invested in One Piece up until this point, you don't need flashbacks. Because you already know what, what happened. And if there is a flashback, it should be like really, really, really exceptionally brief. Like Shira Hoshi, as soon as I saw her, I remembered exactly. Okay, that's Fishman Island. You know, that's where they first stopped after the time skip, et cetera, et cetera. And there are other characters who are going to be in it that I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who hasn't read the manga, but there are other people who are going to be in it where it's just like, we don't need an entire like recap episode. We just sort of need to know that they're going, you know?
1: Yeah, like, in the manga, like, Oda did remind the readers who these people were, but he did it, like, in, like, a brief blurb, you know, on one page. Yeah. Rather than, you know, expanding it for half the manga chapter. Because it's
0: unnecessary.
1: Yeah, because it's unnecessary, and I feel like what the anime is going to do like for each one of those blurbs and there are a lot of people coming to this thing so there were a lot of blurbs yeah they're going to like make those at least half an episode each of a recap and it's it's gonna slow it down and make it kind of undesirable
0: yeah pretty much every royal family that you've come across on luffy's adventure up until this point is going to be
1: there yeah all so, of them are going to the referee
0: yeah so it's like you have a recap for basically all those people that's what i'm expecting at this point
1: yeah you even have some people i won't say any names but if you saw the uh the um next episode preview um there will be some people that we haven't seen since marine forge showing up yeah and there'll also be some people that we haven't seen since way way back
0: but these people are like so integral to the story that you really don't need a flashback on who they are.
1: Yeah, you're they're not forgettable.
0: They're not forgettable. But you know, moving on to the other things that happened in the episode. Um the Straw Hats of course got away. Um they find out that um, derma double six left a raid suit for sanji and sanji of course his first instinct is just like get rid of it i'm not part of them don't say the name derma or vince smoke in front of me you know
1: mm-hmm. um, just as the newspaper gets delivered yeah
0: and his bounty he's excited is because it's 330 million berries which is higher than Zoro's 320 million. However, the problem is on his bounty, it says Vince smoked Sanji instead yeah. of black leg or whatever it was before. Yeah,
1: instead of it just saying Sanji, it says Vince smoke Sanji.
0: And that just depresses him. Yep. Yeah. And um, what else happens? Numi. Numi Nami. Nami has taken Zeus into her baton. So Zeus is officially part of the Straw Hats, I guess. Yeah. Like, Nami just straight kidnapped him. Yeah. Um, and also, we get this really kind of epic news line where it's like, Luffy, Monkey D. Luffy has emerged as the fifth emperor of the sea. And we see these cutscenes scenes where basically... Cavendish and um, Bartolomew are leaking the information talking about he's got 5,000 men up under him and he went there he immediately subjugated the the Sun Pirates and Beige's crew (laughs) and the Jarma double six by his charm and whatever whatever and they all just like fell up under him and listened to him and he was the mastermind behind you know taking down big mom and he single handedly destroyed her castle and
1: yeah. all
0: this other stuff
1: and they're just yeah. like
0: hyping Luffy up
1: yeah talk <laughs> about how he defeated her support this one went had over 800 million bounty and another one that had a bil- billion, a billion bounty. bounty and like big news Morgan's really hyped up Luffy in this article yeah and then did by calling him the, the fifth emperor, emperor of, of the sea. sea.
0: So that is, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing that part because that part is always like my favorite part of the anime and now the manga. I love that little in-between space where they're like, they're like just kind of chilling, they're relaxing.
1: Yeah, they're chilling they're, out on the ship and they're reading newspapers, and getting like, new bounties.
0: They're just like goofing around like Luffy and Chopper are being goofy talking about no side you don't get rid of the right suit if you're not gonna use it at least let us use it and you know that's their biggest concern you know yeah and i just i like the the camaraderie yeah on the ship but that's one piece um obviously if you're not watching one piece you should be
1: you should be watching
0: (laughs) and the manga is also really good so if you're not into sitting through you know 878 you know Episodes, you can always read the manga, which there aren't any less chapters of the manga, but it goes by a little bit faster, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can get to the manga a lot faster, and there's pretty much absolutely no filler because it's manga. Yep. And so
0: uh, that's that. Um, Moving on to Black Clover, there's really not much to say about Black Clover. We saw more of the teams fighting in the Royal Knights exam. Um, I think this is, like, the second or third episode where we haven't actually seen Asta fight.
1: Yeah, Um, we haven't seen Asta fight, but this one pretty much... it was two fodder teams that fought for the whole episode, pretty much.
0: Um, but, I'm not but call it one, a fodder team because it was. It they were had, fodder
1: teams with the exception of one person.
0: With well, exception of one person,
1: I think one person is the only is the only person that actually had even a name in this episode that was fighting.
0: Well, they all have names, but um, <laughs> basically, it's the captain of the Azure Deer, um, Real, the one who has the paint magic, and basically, this entire yeah. episode was just us getting the backstory on. Him, because he's the youngest captain ever in the Magic Knights history.
1: Yep, we got the background story on him, and we got to see him fight, and of course he won. He's a captain for a reason.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of that. That was the entire episode. So I'm hoping that this sort of picks up pace in the next couple of episodes, because the the trend i'm noticing with black clover is that it'll get really good where you want to watch from week to week and then it'll fall into like this lull of buildup where you're just kind of like i'll just
1: wait till it hits the 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 good points and then i'll go back to like. it it, you know that's that's kind of how it's feeling yeah it's feeling very lully right now
0: yeah but um that's that Um, that was episode 76 of Black Clover, so I guess for the future, if one day, a hundred years from now, somebody listens to this podcast and they're like, what episodes of this ancient anime should I skip? Probably episode 76.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the recap will probably tell you everything
0: you need to know. Yeah. By then, you know, all the spoilers are going to be out in the world, so... Yeah. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Um, The Rising of the Shield Hero. Um... There's so much to say about this one.
1: Well, last time on The Rising of the Shield Hero. Now, Fumi was in great trouble as this mysterious woman named Glass showed up and showed that she was way stronger than him. (laughs) (laughs) So, this time we continue and she's still way stronger stronger than than him. him. (laughs) Luckily, inconveniently, the waves apparently have a timer and the time ran out while he was running away and therefore he did not get obliterated.
0: Yeah, that's actually... That's, that's a pretty good recap. Yes. Um. So, in this episode, um, Nafumi escapes, and as with all of these waves apparently is becoming the norm, the king summons the, the, the heroes, and we see Nafumi in front of the did king. Did he
1: summon all the heroes, Does or did matter? he just summon Nafumi?
0: Doesn't matter. Nafumi has to go see the king after the wave. Mm-hmm. And basically, the king and his douchebaggery is like... You know, if you had seen the previous episodes, Nafunui pulled out his raid shield and then he was started summoning the, the Iron Maiden and killed this great boss who the other, you know, actual fighting heroes couldn't destroy. And of course the king has his people spying on Nafumi. And so he summons him and he's like, so how did you get this power? And he's the king and he demands to know. And yada yada yada. And Nafumi is so done with his douchebaggery. And he's just like, look, I could kill you right now and walk out the front door with no problems alright oh, let's get before, that straight
1: before we even got to that part he told him he could get down on his knees and beg okay,
0: he's like when you and from the world I'm from when somebody's asking you for something then they get down on, the, on their knees on the floor and they grovel they beg so let me see you beg for it and then I might tell you and then of course the king's not having this. And so they get into this little back and forth and then that's when Nafumi hits him with the, I can kill you right now, walk out the front door with no problems. And then the king of course really threatened all of his guards, put up their swords. And Nafumi just hits them with the, who, who wants to fight the hero who just defeated
1: the, the, the way boss? The boss of the way?"
0: And all of them are like, uh, I don't want to, you go ahead, you got this. And uh-huh. he's like, right, I'm yeah. done with this conversation. And he leaves. Yeah. Right? And then as he's leaving, Melty.
1: Oh, no. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What? I was going to say, don't forget to mention the part where he did the threaten thing.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. So, of course, the king was like, when Nafumi turns to leave, he's like, um,. He basically tells him like, okay, so maybe I can't do anything to you, but those slaves that you have, and he's talking, of course, about Reptalia and Filo, he's like, I can take them and I can have them locked away and I can, you know, do whatever I'll I want make, to I'll with make, them. I'll
1: make them pay for your crimes.
0: And Nafumi turns around and the look in his eyes, it's so, there's like so much death and hatred in his eyes. He's basically like, do it. I dare you. Like lay one finger on them, and he was like, "I will chase you to the ends of the earth, and I will make sure that you feel that you have you were
1: never born." You know, yeah, he you wish you had never been born. Like he was he's just, like,
0: I don't care who you are. And he put He what is it? Liam Neeson? Taken is it? like I have a very special, special set
1: of specific skills. skills.
0: <laughs> <You know? laughs> he's like, if you're looking for money, I don't have money, but what I do you have, have is a very
1: p- specific
0: it. set of skills.
1: I will find you, you and, and I, I will kill, kill
0: you. you yep that's basically what he said and then he walked out Melty comes in after that and she's like father you can't keep fighting with the shield hero like this is dumb like you're the king you need to have the best interest in mind and then Melty and all of her twistedness comes up and she tries to play the oh I'm the big sister I'm better than you father is just looking out for the kingdom and Melty hits back with the but that's why I'm the crown princess of course I care about the kingdom but what I say is also more important than whatever it is that you have to say and they have this
1: like
0: and she basically
1: tells her like this is none of your business this is for us royalty people who actually have like legitimate power and say so so like shut up
0: (laughs) And it's so civil and it's just like completely reminiscent of the ways that girls actually fight when they're not this fighting. It's just like the words, words cut, cut deep. deep. They cut so deep. And it's just like this, this proper court, you know, royal court conversation where it's just like, I'm just cutting you down left and right. You know, I'm making you aware of your place regardless of what you say or what you think or what power you think you have. This is the situation and you don't even belong here. You know? Mm -hmm. And because of that, Melty leaves because she's not getting through to her father. She leaves to go find Nafumi. And she's like, hey, shield hero, like I need you to stop fighting with the king. Like y'all just need to get along, please. Because we have to fight the waves and we all need to be on the same page. And at the end of the day, Melty is still a little kid. Like she throws a temper tantrum. And in the middle of her throwing the timber tantrum, the guards pull out a sword and try to kill her. And of course, Nafu being the person that he is, like he acts like a bad guy, but he's not actually at his core a bad guy. So he of course saves Melty.
1: Yeah. But, but what? he
0: knows from the get-go, like when Melty was talking to him, he was just like, this reeks of a setup.
1: Yeah, he was like this. this feels like before. This feels like a setup. So basically, what they were trying to do, they were trying to assassinate the crown princess while she was with Nafumi. fumi. It made and, it seem like, like he did. did it, even though he can't carry a sword. But you know, what that's is, the that, thing that I don't get. Like, like, the people in this
0: world, like he is the shield hero. He cannot kill someone with a weapon. He can't even hold a weapon.
1: Yeah. So it's just like I don't he, even know if he can
0: hold a butter knife. He always needs with a fork or a spoon.
1: Look, I'm telling you, he uh. Like, he can have tools, but, I mean, he can't have actual weapons. So, if you're going to frame him, at least try to kill the person with a shield.
0: Or, like, an Iron Maiden. Because that's the only thing he can summon to hurt
1: people. Yeah, but, you know, that's dumb.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um, I honestly feel like the Rise of the Shield hero just keeps getting better and better. It does. So, I'm excited for the next episode um this is actually one anime like from week to week i feel like we're actually getting a lot and it's just enough like
1: i don't feel like the story is hitting a lot i love that this anime actually progresses every episode like i feel like we get a lot of content every episode so i feel satisfied and it's like things that will take like a couple episodes for other animes to like wrap up or whatever they do it all in one episode and sometimes they do it all in one episode and then some yeah because
0: like in this one objectively speaking we have the end of the wave we have him meeting with the king we have an argument between Melty and Malty and then we have an assassination attempt on the crown princess you know that's a lot to happen in one episode of an anime
1: yep and they get it done they get it done smoothly and it doesn't feel rushed but it also feels like it's enough to satisfy you until the next week
0: yeah you feel like you're actually getting into a legit chapter you know if that makes
1: sense
0: yeah but um anyway this one is still ongoing into the next season it's a spring of 2019 so So we we have another 12 12 episodes episodes. before the end and of course we are going to keep watching this week to week so looking forward to that um the promised neverland however Hit its final season this not past final season, fi- not uh, episode. Final episode this past week. Um, it does. It did get approved for next season. So that'll be 2020 sometime. Yep. Um, so keep an eye out for that. But the final episode of The Promise Neverland. Season so,
1: one.
0: Season one. So we have the house on fire. We have the kids escaping. We have the kids under four crying. We have mom torn like what should i do what's going on you know and basically it's 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 a lot and it's intense but um so we basically we i guess to sort of see it from ray's perspective for most of it ray is in complete shock because he finds out that basically emma told everyone the to, everyone the plan Right, And they have been training this entire time and they know what's going on. So they get to the top of the wall and he's like, how are we supposed to get to the bridge? And they're basically like, yeah, no, we're not going that bridge route. Like that's just way
1: too dangerous. Like that's what everybody thinks that we'll do.
0: And so, what they have been practicing this entire time is they've been practicing how to basically like, zipline across the... The
1: the giant crevice, the line.
0: Yeah, the giant cliff. cliff. You know? And, um, Ray has this moment. Emma and Ray both have a moment where they basically are seeing Norman because, you know, they think he's dead. And you know, they are just like, this is all his plan and they're... they're working it out and they're bringing it to fruition to real life and they're escaping but my favorite thing that i really want to acknowledge is don because in the manga as well as you know these episodes during the escape it's like they make you feel like don is the weak link don is the one who's going to make sure the plan fails because don is emotional and he's hot-headed and he's not as smart as everybody else and the other kids don't quite look up to him the way that they look up to they look up to Ray and the way they looked up to Norman and the way they trust Gilda and Emma like he just seems like second place but what I like about Don is he's so reliable
1: because when push comes to shove
0: push comes to shove Don Don is right there because and he does his job yeah because Don was the one let's not forget he was the one breaking down the door to get to let Ray out before Norman got shipped Mm -hmm. you know and Don is the one who is you know keeping the kids calm playing with them when Gilda was freaking out when they were supposed to be scouting and stuff he's the level-headed one and he's the one who with it was clutch time
1: It's time time to
0: throw the rope across the cliff. You have one shot at this because the demons are coming. Mom is coming. It's a high pressure situation. And what does he do? He swings that thing and he throws it. And they're like Ray is like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. That's not safe. And Emma's like, no, it's cool. It's cool. Just the first person has to get across so that they can tie it down. Mm -hmm. And you know what what Don does? He throws it and he's the first one to go across. He throws it
1: he gets it across to the other side he gets it to where it wraps around a tree branch not T- once not twice but like five
0: times
1: it pulls on that thing tighten this it up is the first one to go across the other side and
0: then he's tying it down and then the boys I call I call them onion and tomato but I think it's like Lonnie and Toma I want to say are their names. <laughs> I don't think
1: Toma's right Lonnie sounds right
0: Onion and the tomato. They did they, they throw bottle rockets across the cliff and he's tying them down. So now we got three zip lines and the kids are just going, 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 going. And this is... I respect Don for being the first one to go across because everybody else had a secure line. He did not. So at any point... That thing could have just like slipped away and he would have been falling down a cliff.
1: Mm-hmm. But nah, he made it to the other side. He trusted in his own abilities to get the rope over there and he trusted in it when he then, slid across to the other side.
0: And then you see this montage of him practicing and him practicing and him practicing like, I gotta get this swing. I gotta get this. And then the kids practicing how to ride the zip line mm-hmm. and how to you know keep their balance and not fall, not fall and... All this other stuff. In the manga, I can say this now. Like, you get more of how they worked out. Like, you can't just tie it together with knots because then you'll get stuck. Mm-hmm. And it shows the montage of Gilda sewing the pieces together so that it's a one
1: smooth mm-hmm. piece. For them to slide down.
0: Yeah. And then the you also see them tying, like, hangers to their hands mm-hmm. so they can get across. But they only tie it to one So that they... To
1: one side of the hangar. That way they can easily, you know, get on and get off and run.
0: Yeah, it's less likely that they're going to fall. Yeah. And it's just... It was a great episode. I got kind of off track. But basically...
1: Oh, hold on. While we're talking about MVPs, I have to mention my main man, Phil. Phil stayed behind. Phil distracted mom. I mean, Phil... Phil knows. And Phil knows the truth. He is the only one under four who knows the truth about what's going on. And he elected to stay behind with his brothers and sisters, let me tell you, feel yeah. MVP. That
0: takes a lot of effort because it's just like one you know that you know the truth. You know that right now you are nothing more than food. You know also know that the older kids, they know this too and they're going to escape. And you are faced with the decision of do I take you with me or do I leave you here? And you have to make the the analytical, the only reasonable decision to say, no, you have to leave us here. We're too young to go. But knowing that information and making that decision, but then also he didn't also even have plain, to think about it.
1: He just straight up said, said, "I'll wait."
0: Yeah, he didn't hesitate. But yeah. then the, the fact that you also have to keep in mind that this had to go through his head because he's like, I knew something wasn't right because that was his next sentence. Like, I knew that something wasn't right because was Emma, like, you were afraid like of I mom. Thought. And Sister Crone was going through raised things. And th- I just thought that was weird or whatever. And
1: then when Sister Crone mentioned about the harvest when we're playing tag. Yeah. He was like.
0: He's like, I I was
1: catching on. And how upset you were when, when Norman uh, got adopted. Well, I guess or, he got harvested. Yeah. You know. And. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's just. You got to um, respect Phil.
1: Yeah. And we have a flashback of that moment when Norman told Phil, you know, to take care of them or whatever. And it's like, Phil's like, I got this. Phil's like a little man. He's like... like, Phil's gonna be tough. Phil's gonna be tough. Let me tell you, if this anime ends and they don't win, like, Phil's gonna be the next generation leader and he's gonna bring it all down.
0: And he's gonna learn from their mistakes because I would bet anything at all that if this all goes south, Ray, Emma, and Norman are gonna leave clues for Phil. Or basically, they'll learn from uh, Sister Crona and just leave a voice message on a pen and be (laughs) like, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. This is where things went wrong. Do this instead. You know, but that's all projection. Um, Back to the episode. Um, After they zipline across, Emma is the last one to go across. And they have this moment where she's saying goodbye to everything. And at this point, Mom has figured out, like... You know, she's on the intercom and they're like, they haven't shown up at the bridge yet. And mom, she knows these kids. She knows that, hey, you know, they left a while ago. If they were going to the bridge, they would be there already. So she's like, huh. So she climbs the wall. We don't see how she climbs the wall. Maybe she's superhuman and just
1: Yep, She might've. I think she just ran straight up. And she just scaled it like a just superhuman. Just ran straight up. Like no problem. Like she's just she's just beastly with it. Who
0: knows? Babe. I mean, she
1: got up there when she was a kid. She was just like, I have experience. I'm an adult now. I can I can scale this wall. Yeah. I don't need a rope.
0: But basically, she gets up there and she catches up to them. Mm-hmm. Everyone's across except Emma, and they make eye contact. And she's just like, Emma, don't go. And she's like, Goodbye, Mom. And she just zips on line, zip lines across, and that's that. And Sister Crone has already made it known that when you become um, a mother that they put this thing in your in your heart where if you leave the premises, your heart stops automatically. Yeah, so she, she can't go after them.
1: Yeah, she's already on top of the wall, which is probably dangerous as as, it, as is. it is. But she can't she can't go across. Like the second Emma got on that zip line, it was over. She can't she didn't couldn't go after her.
0: And yeah, and you know, there's no point in cutting it because then if she dies, she still can't, you know, harvest her brain. Mm-hmm. So she lets them go and she says goodbye and she has this really touching moment where she's like I hope that you find the light. She lets
1: down her hair. and She accepts defeat. Yes. And then we get a montage of like what made her into this way of all her past and everything. Yeah. And we find out some very key things like um, the the fact fact that that Ray is is her
0: son. Ray is her
1: biological son.
0: And they knew that like she's she, she and knew... Ray have known that from the very beginning.
1: Yeah. That their much.
0: biological son, because Ray's question to her is, Hey, mom, why did you give birth to me? Mm-hmm. And she just straight up says, It was for survival.
1: Yeah. And, you know, this is like she realized it because even before the question, because Ray was humming a song from her youth that was that the guy who she liked. Was, was he he, he composed, he, he composed that song and we saw it in the flashback and then and right after that it
0: while she was pregnant
1: mm-hmm. and
0: she was like how do you know that song and of course we know that Ray doesn't have infantile amnesia so he remembers everything from being a fetus
1: yep. from even when he was in the womb yeah
0: yeah and um, but what I think is interesting is the fact that she hums this song all the time like it in my mind I'm like it wouldn't be unusual for the other kids to pick up on that if you're humming it all the time to yourself. You know, unless they're just completely unobservant, but you know, whatever. We're not going to talk about
1: that. Right I don't now. know. Was she humming it after she became a mom though? Because I feel like she yeah, was because it when we
0: when we saw her, like Ray was humming humming it, but she was also humming it, and then it matched up for a brief second, and that's when yeah. she was like, oh. But it's like if you're walking around humming it to yourself, and we also saw in the other yeah, episodes that but- she was humming that song.
1: But in the was, previous episode. She was humming it by herself, though, right? She wasn't humming it around the other kids.
0: Well, it doesn't matter. Kids hear everything. When you're in a house that big, it doesn't matter if you're in the same room or not. Like, you can still hear things. Okay, I guess so. But that's, that's not, neither here nor there. Basically, um, she takes the ropes down and she, I guess she hides them. I don't know. Maybe she just threw them into the burning house fire. You or know, she
1: threw them down the cliff.
0: Yeah, I the mean,
1: abyss that goes down seemingly endlessly. She
0: gets rid of them, but she
1: helps helps them cover their tracks. So
0: I guess it's harder for the demons to figure out. It takes where more
1: time for them to figure out where they are.
0: Yeah, right. and on the outside, the kids that escape they see their first sunrise outside of the farm, and that's that. Yep.
1: What was it, uh, January fifteenth, I think.
0: I had to have to look it
1: up. Or something like that. Fifteen but. kids escape Graceville Farm.
0: There is this panel in the Mongo that was really powerful where it shows the sunrise and on it, it has the date and how many kids escaped and the fact that this is pretty much the first time this ever happened on this scale.
1: Yep. And it was uh, was a beautiful panel. It's the the last panel at the end of chapter 37. 37. So you can look it up, but it's, it's, it's beautiful.
0: But that is that. Um, We'll be waiting for the second season of The Promised Neverland. We're still currently reading the manga. And if you don't want to wait until 2020 to find out what happens next, and I highly suggest that you do not wait. um, Read
1: the manga. Go
0: ahead and read the manga. Our preferred source of reading manga is Shonen Jump. Um, We've talked about it before.
1: That is the legal place to...
0: It's legal. It's $2 a month and you get access to all the um, manga on Shonen Jump. And you don't get the volumes, but you get all the chapters.
1: Yeah, but you get all the chapters. Honestly, The Promised Neverland is so good. Even if you didn't want to pay for it. What you could do is just get the free trial. You can binge read the manga as long as you get within the last three chapters. Then you can read the other ones week to week as they come out for free. So you can read the latest three chapters for free. Period. That's anybody. Yeah. So I mean, but as long if you as like you manga up,
0: and you want to support yeah. it, I highly suggest paying the two dollars. I mean, it's less than going to go get a large fry from McDonald's. That's true. So I, I would suggest it. And plus, if you support it, then maybe other manga will, you know, make, become available other magazines so that we can get more access to it legally on a subscription plan that I we can read on our phones so that we don't have to have this giant physical manga collection that we can't afford. Yeah,
1: you know. Because we ain't all involved. I mean, we not. We can't all have you know, bookshelves full of all of one piece. You, you know?
0: really could have just thought that we all can't have bookshelves.
1: Alright. <laughs> Let's <laughs> not get the first <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, All right.
0: Um, domestic girlfriend. I'm praying that this is the last episode. It didn't seem very last episode-ish to me, but I'm hoping it's the last episode because it was just ridiculous. So
1: I'm pretty sure this is the last episode.
0: In an effort to keep this short, this is what happened. Hina and Natsuo in the last episode, they were caught because, you know, they're stupid. And they were kissing in front of an open window at night you know whatever but basically in this episode the principal or the head teacher whatever you want to call him explains that they had a cameraman taking pictures for the yearbook and the cameraman caught the picture so it wasn't one of the students who found out but you know someone they had hired which is better because then and he he
1: noticed it when he was editing the photos he noticed it when he took the photo yeah but when he was going back and editing the photos he's like what is this yeah in the background and that's when he noticed it
0: and that's when it was brought to the attention of the people who needed to know which on one hand is good because you know if it was students who took the picture that would have been like all over the school in a matter of like minutes Yeah. but because of the way it happened um, Hina basically is like please you know let's keep this under wraps and I guess that you know she's blessed because they're like instead of just straight up firing her they um they transfer her to another school so she basically changes changes schools she um, moves away from her apartment and she cuts her hair and she does all of this without telling not
1: to well and so so telling Natsuo, her her mom, anybody.
0: So basically, she basically
1: just like did it leaving. in secret,
0: and Rui and Natsuo find out that she's leaving at their uh, commencement ceremony at the end of the year, the end of the semester, or whatever, before break, winter break, I want to say, and she's like, I won't be here um, next semester. You'll have a new teacher. And then, of course, he goes to her apartment and all of her stuff is gone. And she's left him a letter where it's basically like, I love you, but we got found out. I'm sorry. I can't do this anymore. Don't look for me. Don't try to find me. This is the end. We're done. Yep. Go
1: live your life. Go be a writer or something. And bye.
0: it was fun, but it's over. And we both need to go our separate ways and we need to let this go. Um, so Natsuo falls into this depression he's all gross and won't leave his room or his bed or take a shower or all that typical tropey stuff Um, his friend Fumia did I mention that Fumia was my favorite character? Fumia
1: Fumia is the best character in this anime
0: yeah he shows up and he basically knocks some sense into Natsuo he's like He's basically like you know, of all the people that you know, I've known from the beginning about your unrequited love, and the fact that you even got this far, and the fact that she's doing this, you're just wasting the gift that she gave you. She told you to be a novelist, so go do that. Be a novelist. You know, do whatever you need to do, but staying in this funk, like this literal funk, is not okay. You need to get yourself up, get your life together, and move on. And you know, that's what he does. At least he's like, at least wash your hair, take a shower. So Nasu gets up and he starts, you know, coping. He starts writing a book and basically the book becomes like all of his left out or unresolved emotions. And I think the book is called We'll Well See You Later. Yeah. Or something like that. And it's basically like a response to her letter, I I think.
1: I don't know. I don't know. We didn't get
0: to read it. But that's what I would guess. It's basically a response to her letter that he didn't get to tell her. Um, he shows it to his um, literature club professor and of course the professor is actually this really um, talented author who he loves and respects and he secretly submits it into an award ceremony and surprise surprise not so win's first place for it.
1: Yep and you know and
0: now he's actually. She doesn't
1: find out until his, he's he there. Gets, he's there. He gets taken to the place or whatever.
0: Yeah, and basically he's like, "Oh, this is the guy from the publishing company. He's going to be in charge of you from now on. So congratulations, you just got a kickstart to your career of being a novelist because you actually have an editor and a publisher now. Mm-hmm. Congrats." And then he goes back, and Rui and her dumb self, she's got on a wig that looks like Hina's hair, and so not so well freaks out thinking that Hina's come back. And he grabs on to Rui and he just starts talking. And then Rui's just like, um, hey, it's me. Then they go their separate ways. Natsuo goes after her. And she's just like, you know, that must be what it felt like to be held and to be loved and blah, blah, blah. Nonsense. And then basically she just confesses all of her love to Natsuo. She's like, I'm not going to hold back anymore because of Hina. And I'm just like, are you dumb? Or you don't. Your sister literally just lost her career and her entire life and her place in the family and her place in society messing with this guy for the exact same reasons that you're about to.
1: Yeah, but at least she's not his teacher. they the same Still age. Still his and sister. She, and she was with him before. Still his I'm, sister. Yes, I, I'm not saying that it's not wrong. I'm sure is. I'm saying. The biggest that problem with Tina. It's not as Ina. bad as before. That's all I'm saying.
0: Whatever, anyway, it's dumb, and I hope that this is done.
1: Yeah, it's it's I just looked it up, it's definitely only 12 episodes, it's over.
0: Okay, that's good but, because um, this is so
1: bad, but they might get a second season, and why it's, uh, because there are a whole lot more chapters of the manga from what I hear. But, um, as long as Hina's not in it, I honestly. Don't think that it's gonna, it can be as bad as the dumpster fire as this one. If Hina's not in it, if Hina's not in it, it can be better. Not not necessarily good, but better.
0: I don't know. I'm not convinced because the whole thing is just dumb, honestly. Because the fact of the matter is that Natsuo isn't man enough to set boundaries with Rui or Hina. Like he wasn't able to 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 leave that alone and the fact that i still don't see him becoming that person oh, and he might, learn, he might learn he might it's doubtful
1: i mean look at the first couple of episodes and seemed like he was a mature person and then it just everything spiraled down downward after like four episodes so maybe he'll learn from these things and maybe the, he'll get ridden into a better character maybe, maybe. this will shape him i don't know
0: i don't know it's hard to say it is hard to tell um i'm kind of glad this is over though because i'm (laughs) it's just like the stupidity i felt like was contagious and i didn't want to catch
1: the stupid (laughs) there's no better place to end talking about domestic girlfriend let's go on a break (laughs) all right we are back um we didn't binge any particular anime this week um instead we're gonna be talking about what we plan on watching from the spring twenty nineteen season.
0: Yeah, so I guess it's that time where we have to, you know, decide what we're gonna watch coming up. So we did a little bit of research thanks my anime list. And we have decided on about what I think it was like a total of seven
1: yeah about seven that we're going to watch and a few of them we've decided to watch but we're going to watch after After. they're completed and we're just going to binge them we're not going to watch them week to week so the ones that we're not going to watch week to week are fruits baskets the 2019 version the 2019 version we're not going to watch one hunchman season two carol and tuesday because it's a netflix Netflix anime anime. we don't have a choice yep and uh, the attack on titan season three part two all of those we'll be saving until they're completely done and then we will binge watch them. We're not going to watch those week to week.
0: Yeah. But the ones that we are watching week to week starting next week we are going to be watching um, You Know A Girl Who Chants Love at the Bound of This World. Um, according to my anime list it that aired or airs on April 2nd so that's going to be this upcoming Tuesday um,
1: we After don't know what streaming services these are, are on yet
0: or if they are. So we may have to be <laughs> a little creative and, you know, actually seeing it. But, you know, once we find out where you can stream it at, we'll let you guys know.
1: Yeah, I think if you can stream it. everything's supposed to get announced next week. So if we figure it out, we'll uh, we'll, we'll let, let you know. know.
0: Um, we're also going to be watching Fairy Gone, um, Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yab- Yaiba. Yiba, I think that's how you say it. And stop this sound. Um, all those are on my anime list, and the time, the days, and times are subject to change.
1: I yeah, guess. yeah. We'll figure <laughs> out when they're coming out when the streaming services announce who has what. You know.
0: Yeah. Um, other than that, um, we're not watching it this upcoming week. But when it does air, we also plan to watch Magmal of the Sea Blue,
1: The Philosopher's Grandson,
0: and there's this one. I'm about to completely butcher this, but <laughs> Namu Amida Butsu Rendai Utina.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll That's put it in think. the show notes so you guys can uh, so you guys can see them on the website yes
0: so com. that's us
1: mm-hmm. we'll make sure we update it yeah time
0: time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and of course we're going to keep watching one piece and black clover and we're um, going to
1: keep watching rising of the shield hero
0: and when my hero academia comes back we're going to watch that
1: too yeah but that's going to be what's, october i want to say yeah october so it's not this upcoming season we still have more than another season to go
0: yeah i just want to throw it out there you know i'm still waiting for deku to come back are yeah
1: Once too long we might end up uh, going to that manga <laughs> but we'll see we'll yeah see.
0: and we plan to watch Hina Mitsuri. um that is the plan as yeah. of right now
1: yeah we plan to binge that for next week so that'll be our anime that we binge next week in addition to watching our weekly anime
0: yeah so that is it for this episode of I'd Rather Anime If you liked it, please subscribe to the the podcast and then, you know, tell your friends about it. If you haven't already, please make sure that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at idratheranime. And if you want to leave a comment on the podcast, check out idratheranime.com or you can always tweet at us or leave a comment on Instagram. Um, We know you can be doing other things, so we're glad that you decided to anime with us. Until next time, peace out. Or you don't. Your sister literally just lost her career and her entire life and her place in the family and her place in society messing with this guy for the exact same reasons that you're about to.
1: It gets it to where it wraps around a tree branch.
0: Not t- once, not twice, but like five times. <laughs> the world I'm from, when somebody is asking you for something, then they get down on, the, on their knees on the floor and they grovel, they beg. So let me see you beg for it and then I might tell you. Still his I'm- sister. So, like, can we watch some anime now?